Welcome back to What's Next Christianity. My name is Travis. I'm your host and the founder of What's Next Christianity. But here at What's Next Christianity, we believe that no matter where you are with your walk with Christ, there's always a next step. A step that'll get you closer to Christ or closer to your community where you can be the hands and feet of Christ. And I've been gone for a while. Um, life's been crazy. Not really. It's just been really busy. Uh, my work schedule and trying to get my health better. Um... And so I, I, I unintentionally took a break. I've been wanting to get on here. And I wanted to do more podcasts. Um, I just haven't had time um, trying to focus on my health. Like I said, trying to make sure I get enough sleep. I'm working. I'm out of my house for uh, 14 hours a day most days. Um, other days, it's more like 18 hours. Um, was only sleeping three and a half, four hours a night. Now I'm up to four and a half to five and a half, depending on the day. Um, but God has really been working on me, been showing me a lot of good things. Um, he's blessed me immensely. I have a great wife, a great family, a great church, uh, some great mentors, um, some great friends that have been really helping um, come alongside me, help me keep me uh, focused. Um, I got a small group of men that... Uh, we all get together, we do a devotional together, and this is what Christian community is, and we help each other out. Um, and then God has really been showing me some other things. Um, one thing with the Christian men's group that we that I have, um, I was talking to one of them, and we were talking about quiet time with God and stuff, and I was explaining mine, and one of my friends looks at me, he goes, you're awfully busy during your quiet time. And so then I was talking to one of my mentors about it, and he said, suggested that um, he used to take, he'd have a, a, a 10 or 15 minute drive um, on the interstate, and what he'd do is he'd turn off the radio, um, there's no noise in the car except for him and God. And so I uh, decided to adopt this, and what happened was, um, mine's not a, a, a 10 to 15 minute, mine is a 40 minute to 45 minute um, quiet time with God, um, and it was uncomfortable the first week because it's just, we don't always take the time to um, calm down and, and be quiet and be still, and so what I had was to get over that part, and then two, um, what I was seeking from God, what I decided that, what I decided that my uh, benefit with, uh, or my benefit, or my gifting from God and, and my calling from God would be, um, um, he quickly proved that it wasn't. Um, it's okay, though, because um, what he did do was, well, well I, I love to pray for people, and that's what it, um, part of the reason why I started this podcast, part of the reason why I started praying uh, for my friends and family through uh, Facebook. Um, but he showed me that this isn't what he wanted me to do. Um, and so I really didn't um, have like some major revelation or anything like that. Um, it just happened that um, I, I, I helped lead a small group. And so my students starting to open up to me. Um, and then um, I had friends that I didn't even know were were seeking Christ, come to me and ask me for help, ask me for advice. And I had another one come up and say, you know, I need a change in my life. 
can you help me get baptized? Can you help me be uh, a Christian? And so these are things God put on my on me. And the verse that he gave me um, right before all these uh, events happened um, was Luke 4, 18 and 19. And it says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath, he hath uh, anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and the recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Now this verse uh, comes in the Bible at a time when Jesus is in Nazareth, his hometown. Um, he's in the synagogue, and, and everybody's heard that he's this great teacher now. Um, and so they ask him to read, and this is the verse that he, verses he picks to read, basically proclaiming to his hometown that he is the Messiah, that he is the, the one that has come to rescue them. Um, and, of course, in his hometown, everybody's like, well, we don't know, we know you. There's no way. You're Joseph's the carpenter's son. Um, there's no way you're the Messiah. Um, but God was really um, getting on my heart because he wants me um, to preach the gospel. He wants me to minister to people. He wants me to teach people um, out of the Bible. And, and I'm working on that, and, I, and I, I'm trying to figure out how that's going to play. But I know this podcast is part of it, so I have to get back into it. Um, the good news is my work schedule is going to be changing here in about a month, month and a half. Um, and I will have more time to focus on this and and god is doing amazing things so in the beginning beginning of the verse it says he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor and what is the gospel the gospel is uh the good news the good news is that jesus came to this earth what happened was god created adam and eve and adam and eve were perfect in the garden of eden they were uh, working, they had dominion over the animals, the, uh, the ground, the birds of the air, and everything. And, and they had everything they could eat, they wanted to eat in the Garden of Eden. And except for there was one tree, God said, do not eat of this tree, for you surely die. Um, but this is where God gave us free will. He says, you have the choice to follow my commandments or not. Um, unfortunately, if you don't follow his commandments, it's eternal separation from him. Um, so Eve, being de- deceived by the serpent, saw that the fruit of the tree was good to eat. She ate of it, and she handed it to her husband, e- or Adam, who was standing right there with her. So I don't know why Adam let Eve talk to a snake and eat of a tree that he was told not to eat of. Um, but he made the choice of listening to his wife. And his 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 the the nature of his wife, uh, instead of standing up and defending her, so they both fell into sin, and what happened was, um, death came into um, our, our world. Um, go through the years, at a, uh, uh, Israel is created, and you see them. They go to God and they fall away. They go to God, they fall away. That's why there's so many prophets and so many judges in the Bible that are telling them, hey, you need to turn your lives back to God. And they do for, for a time and they fall away. And that's because God gave a standard to Moses 
the Ten Commandments. And those, that standard, we cannot follow in our own strength. There's no way we can live up to that standard. We were born into a sinful nature, so we can't stand up to it. But what we can do is, is we can receive salvation because of what God decided. God decided that... Um, sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, every year, the Israelites had to sacrifice um, animals for their sins. Uh, once a year, the high priest would go into the tavern, uh, to the, the temple, into the back far place of this is, is called the Holy of Holies, big curtain, only one could, person could go in there one time a year to sprinkle blood on the, uh, the, the altar um, for, the, for the sins of Israel. Um, and that man had to be complete, completely pure, and, and, and it was a high priest, um, and if not, he would, uh, he would die if he was in that presence, and he was not 100% clean. So, the sacrifice that covers, animal sacrifice covers sin, but it doesn't eradicate sin. So God said, I'm going to send my son, Jesus, who was born of Mary, as a, a virgin, and he lived on this earth and never sinned. And because he never sinned, he was able to give up his life. And he was persecuted and beaten and his beard ripped out and a crown of thorns put on his head. He was whipped 39 times. And then they took him and they hung him on a cross. And because he hung on a cross and then he died, they put him in a tomb. And three days later, he was raised from the dead. And because he did that, he took every sin, every punishment, every, every uh, uh, punishment that we would deserve for all of our sin, and he died on the cross. And, and he, it says that uh, as he was dying on the cross, he um, said, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? People believe this literally means there is a separation of Jesus and God the Father as Jesus died in our place and because he died in our place he took our sin and he gives us his righteousness and this is the gospel the good news is because all it says the Bible says that if we believe in God that Jesus came and died for us and raised him from the dead and that we can truly believe as him as our Lord and Savior then we are saved and salvation means we get to live a whole new life. We get to live, and God sees us as justified, which means just as if I didn't. So we are justified, we, and he sees us just as if we didn't sin. So when we go to, when final judgment comes, uh, we stand before the, 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 the throne of judgment, and we'll stand there in front of God, and God will say, this man, this is his life, he's guilty. And then Jesus says, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. No, I paid for this man. This man is mine. He is sinless. And God says, welcome to heaven. Welcome to the eternal life with me and my son. And that is the great good news that the gospel that Jesus was preaching. The kingdom was, was at hand. And when he died and resurrected, 
he lived here on earth for another uh, 50 days. There's like 500 witnesses that saw him alive afterwards. And before he ascended into heaven, he told the disciples that he was going to send a helper. And so when he ascended into heaven, day of Pentecost comes, the helper comes, the Holy Spirit falls on the disciples. And now the Holy Spirit comes and lives inside of us when we ask him to and when we're saved. Um, and the more we spend time with him, the more we become more more Christ-like, trying to receive, um, to reach perfection. And that is what it is. That is the good news. The good news is that we don't have to live this horrible, sinful, shameful life. We don't have to feel all that because Jesus died for that. All we got to do is believe in him and trust in him as our Lord and Savior. Now, a lot of people want us to be saying, hey, Jesus is my Savior. And, yeah, but is he your Lord? You know, Is he in charge of your life? Do you listen to him? Do you obey him? Do you read the scriptures and try to understand and learn and live that life that Jesus talked about? Right? Do you help feed the needy? Do you help uh, your friends and your and, and and strangers when when you know they need help and you can help them right it could be just giving somebody a bottle of water you know um do you live that life do you forgive your enemies do you forgive people who hurt you forgiveness is important because the bible says that if you don't forgive you're not forgiven so the good news is that and so jesus wants us to be saved the Bible says that God doesn't want anyone to perish. Um, unfortunately, people are not going to choose to follow Jesus. But the thing we can do is we can be the hands and feet. We can help the people. We can volunteer at our church. We can uh, help feed the homeless. We can um, um, give our finances to help expand the church, to help expand the mission and reach people in other countries and in our own country. This is what it means to be a Christian, to love God and to love people. Remember the, that holy, um, perfect standard that, that Moses received, the Ten Commandments. Well, Jesus took them and developed them down to two. And in those two covers all ten, because they asked him, what is the greatest commandment? And Jesus said, the greatest commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength. And the second one is just like that. Um, love your neighbor as yourself. So love God, love people. Trust Jesus. Pray to him. Spend time with him. Talk to him. Worship him. Praise him. And live that life that he has called you to become. You can become greater. You can become um, blessed by it. Um, I'm not preaching prosperity doctrine, but Jesus said he'd come to give us life and life more abundantly. And that abundance comes from the joy in our heart for we get for doing the work that he has set before us. But we also receive other blessings. We receive, we receive favor in our jobs. We receive favor um, in public and all this other thing. And so we do receive some prosperity, but it's not all about prosperity. It's all about serving Jesus. And if he never does anything ever for me again... That's fine. Because he saved me, and I know I'm going to be with him for eternity. Thank you again for turning into What's Next Christian. Please like, subscribe, share. Um, I'm going to be on here more often. 
And I hope that this helps you move into your next step, your next walk with Christ. Thank you so much. God bless. Thanks for tuning in to the What's Next Christian podcast. Please follow, subscribe, uh, leave a rating review, share it if you find it useful information, something that helped you, share it to a friend who might need the information. Uh, if you didn't find it helpful, don't share it. If you need to re- reach out to us on social media, Instagram at What's Next Christianity, Facebook What's Next Christianity, YouTube What's Next Christianity, uh, email What's Next Christianity at gmail.com. And probably coming soon, TikTok. But we'll see. Go out and be the hands and feet of Christ. Be bold in Christ.